guys want to get this get this going? Yeah, sure thing, man. It's not going. It's past my normal bedtime. You don't have to work tomorrow, do you? Who me? Yeah. No, man. Yeah, fuck off. I've just my whole schedule has just been all fucked up for me and so much shit. Well, all right, everybody. I guess it's time to say welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin, talking to you from the greater Chicagoland area. With me, per the usual, is my brother, Shay. What's going on, Shay? In uh, the uh, Centennial State. It's not Mad Max times yet, but I'm ready for it. Yeah. I found my water filter that I used to backpack, so I'm ready for it. Yeah. Okay. And with this, uh, a friend of the podcast, our buddy, our buddy Dave. What's going on, Dave? Also in uh, the Centennial State of Colorado. Not, not much. Uh, it, it is Mad Max times over here, so I don't know uh, what's going on. 15 miles from me, Shay, but... Uh, you it's know, coming, it's, it's, it's... Yeah, coming. I mean, yeah, it's, if it's moving north, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's an alcoholic. I can I can hear the 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 caravans of diesel trucks with skulls all over them. Go juice, uh, go juice. They call it. Go yeah. Juice. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dave yep. was just telling us that he had gotten sick and is now on the on the rebound. He might have had a touch of the Rona, Miss Miss Rona, if you're nasty. <laughs> she nasty. I really want to know how many uh, people are going to name their kid Rona at some point. It's going to be real sad. But anyway. Yeah. Well. Quarantine babies. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about we'll talk about those idiots because they're all in Florida right now. But um, uh, this is a podcast where, uh, yep, two brothers. Uh, at least we've been told we're brothers. Uh, like to drink too much and shout into the abyss about the simulation that you uh, noobs call reality. Ha- apparently, have a, a guest on today, our buddy Dave. Dave, I, I forget who complained, but somebody complained that we we had too much Dave on the podcast. And then, uh, um, it's because I, I was just absolutely hammered the last two times I did this. So. Well, that's where you stepped over the line because that's my job. And uh, if you're going to come bad. on the podcast, you have to have something have something you want to talk about. Uh, but I remember that somebody complained that there was too much Dave. And I always remembered we should have more Dave because uh, if any of our fans actually have input, we're going to do the opposite of it. So um, anybody listening? Oh, good. Yeah, take that, yeah. Take that into um, account. But, um, yeah, we're all kind of like just, you know, shut in, of course, everybody's social distancing, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, zoom window I have up right now, looks like every goddamn news report you're going to see for the next, I don't know, three weeks. Yeah. Hopefully longer. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Hopefully longer if we're not stupid. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah. So, uh, everybody's doing what are the virtual happy hours and doing mm-hmm. you know, social distancing. I mean, let me tell you something. The virtual happy hour is a dangerous thing. Cause if I'm in my house, <laughs> I just don't I've seen a, like I got, and everyone's got the same attitudes. So you've got like six, six drunks on a, on a zoom chat. And, uh, you're fucking, someone's like, Hey, who wants to take a shot? I'm like, I got nowhere to be. Let's go. And you know, I'm working from home. So going from my bed to the desk in the morning hungover, is it nearly is, is, uh, a complicated prospect is like getting up early enough to take a shower, get ready for it, go to work and be social with other people in an office. So it is, it has not been good for my liver. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I do love the virtual happy hour. It's, it's been, it's definitely a double-edged sword though. I mean, that, can I ask a question about that? Yeah. I, I, ha- I have, have yet to, so, so everybody else, you guys are like two weeks in on this. I'm like two days in on this now. Cause I've only been feeling good for like two days. Right. Yeah. And this shit this shit is fucking bananas guys like this is ridiculous so uh how's that how's that working with the virtual happy hours and all that shit like how do you keep 
from uh, you know one person screaming over everybody else, or is it just a bunch of like sixteen windows of people screaming at the same time? Uh, there would be generally it's the second second yeah. of those two. It's not it's not good. It's a uh, especially because it's like, uh, uh, dude, it's the entire crew from Aster, but on a video chat. What do you think's gonna fucking happen? Like. Yeah, it's just yeah, a bunch so, of people fucking screaming at each other with pretty like, much, you know, yeah. nobody's I mean, every now and then so, you'll you'll get someone who takes command and you can you can set it up to where only one person can talk at a time, but that doesn't stop everybody from screaming. So then if it's set to that, it's just a bunch of drunks just flickering past real quick as it picks up each mic one after another. It's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I, and, uh, uh, and 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 Justin, your experiences is it is it roughly the same? Or? Well, I, I have to agree with Shay, like. I mean, first of all, we built an entire podcast around this this idea fucking three years ago. So everybody is late to the table on on that because we, you know, Shay and I have been hung over from podcasts for three years now. It's not a that's nothing new, but I will I will agree with Shay that like this whole like just hanging out and like drinking whenever you want to. I mean, like 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 we said, you know, the uh, the quarantine rules are airport rules. Have a drink whenever the fuck you want to, and it is completely yeah. fucked up my sleep schedule. I'm like I'm like weirdly productive and then unproductive. I'm like, man, this has been a hard week. I, I'm just gonna take a day for me. And Rachel's like, it's Tuesday. I'm like, I, I don't, know. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> don't try to fit me into your construct of time, woman. I was like, like, get I out of here. I, I did a lot of work on Sunday. So what what the fuck day is it now? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, it's yeah. kind of the only thing that keeps me in track, uh, like on the same track, is that I have like. In co- we have scheduled shit that happens Monday Monday through Friday, so like my jobs are dependent on what day it is. So that's the only reason yeah, I don't know what day it yeah. is anymore. I feel unemployed because when I was unemployed, I sat in front of a computer and did spreadsheets and bullshit all day, and that's all I'm doing now. Except there's like a customer somewhere that benefits from it. I'm losing yeah. all connection with everything I do. Well, oh man, I'm getting slave driven at work, dude. I'm not, I'm, I'm working from home, but they're fucking. Oof, it's brutal, man. You know, there's a lot more people home watching TV. Yeah, I was gonna say your your job is proportional to that. You work at broadcast shit, yeah. so yeah, yeah. See, so oh. yeah, no, if, uh, more 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 people watching shit, that's some uh, more problems they'll catch, and that's some more problems I got fixed. Well, like, uh, so. I, I can t- I can completely see that being the problem. I'm I'm out of the lab until probably the end of this month, and so we've got all these researchers that you know you can't like. It's not like I can do physics research <laughs> in my living room here. And, what? Uh, and, um, but, uh, so we have these, we have all these, uh, zoom, there's blue jeans. I didn't know what blue jeans was until I had to sign up for it for work, but like there's Skype blue jeans and of course zoom. And like, we have all these, I, I, don't, I don't, everything about the name blue jeans makes me mad and I hate it. Yeah, well, having uh, never heard of it until just now. So wait, yeah, I haven't heard of it. That's another, another chat service or meeting yeah, service. Yeah. It's another like, what the fuck com- are you went for a national lab, dude? Like, Get like Cisco WebEx, which is a hunk of shit and way, way, way too expensive, but it works. Hey man, I just work there. I don't uh, this I podcast brought you by Cisco WebEx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Cisco WebEx would like to send us a case of beer, awesome. Yeah, but um, but now like like, but the funny thing is, like Shay was saying, like uh, like we have all these scheduled meetings throughout the week, and more and more they're just blowing them the fuck off. It's like, yeah. who cares? Yeah, like, well, this is yeah. great. This is, it's taken us a, a week and a half to just, you know, devolve into complete anarchy. But, all right. Yeah. All right, well, speaking I mean, of anarchy. Physics can wait, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that, maybe, maybe 
we're not going to come out the other side of this. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there we'll won't be any physics it. when we're done. Yeah. When everyone's dead. There's no physics, yeah. right? <laughs> maybe I'll be yeah. the last guy and have to like teach everybody else physics, and then we're fucked. Oh God. I yeah. I have been really excited about all the like live offerings from artists that I like. Like uh mm-hmm. that's been cool. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop today he put on a they they aired a American Valhalla live on YouTube, which is a documentary I've been wanting to see for like two years and it was dope as hell. I watched that at one o'clock today. It was awesome. They threw every episode of G.I. Joe on YouTube. I mean what's not I saw that, that dude every Asper, episode like, what? Got together. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. That's so legit. Speaking of the apocalypse, what are the numbers for the week? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but just to give everybody a heads up of where we're at, I've had about eight beers. Um, clean the uh, house, yeah. got a little loose. So, uh, I guess nobody, uh, Shay, are you sober? I don't think so. Uh, that's uh, going to be a negative on that science condor. All right. Science condor. Uh, That is also a negative over here. All right. I, have consumed some, I have consumed some alcohol, but uh, I will also... Uh, show one other thing. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So that's been the whole thing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a white Russian does, and a half in. Yeah. Not, nothing does like wonders mixing, for the depression. Yeah. I was going to say nothing like mixing, um, uh, chemicals and alcohol. I mean, alcohol, is alkaloids. We'll just yeah. say alkaloids. Alkaloids. There you go. All right. We alkaloids, are, so we're, we're yeah. all several drinks in. Um, we are 1,165 days into the Trump administration. It has been 657 days since Donald Trump took away all the nukes from North Korea. This number cracks me up. It's been 103 days since uh, Donald Trump's been impeached and 53 days since he was acquitted, which I, I can't believe it has only been 53 days. We're in such what? a time-dilated Ugh. world here. Ugh. But we also Ugh. have 218 days till the... Uh, the 2020 election, however the hell that's going to go off. And um, it has been 19 days days since we uh, have been in the grip of a global pandemic officially. Um, polls, which we like to talk about at the top of the podcast, are actually looking very good for Donald Trump. Uh, the Gallup poll, he's actually plus four. Um, so it's uh, positive 49, negative 45. And then 538 has dropped back. He's dropped down to negative five. And then uh, Real Clear Politics, he is at uh, negative two. So he's had about like a, a we, five uh, to seven point bump since he actually we did something. Well, I, it makes can sense we to me because in, in the last three or four weeks, he went from it's a hoax or don't worry about it. It'll go away when it warms up to actually doing some shit and, you know, here's the thing pushing some this orders not, out. It's not as big a bump as any other president has received and under what would be considered similar circumstances. If you can oh, yeah. even find anything that's similar, this is, this is going to go away. I mean, well, it's, 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 this is a very short term bump in the polls from, from my understanding. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, shit. I mean, W had like a 90% approval rating after nine 11. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Oh yeah, it was this, like this is not going to. This is not going to persist. This is not going to persist for Trump. This is like purely derived from him just standing in front of a podium. Period. That's it. That's it. And uh, any other president uh, would have had a much larger bump at this point in time. With this under these circumstances, that's just my personal opinion. And uh, anybody out there you want to fight me for it, um, you know we can do that. 
Like, you, I want to fight you for seen. lots of reasons, but like not necessarily that. Yeah. No, like, um, no, I, I have to agree with Dave that like it is a small bump considering what's been going on, and it makes perfect sense considering that Donald Trump in the last three weeks has gone from like, yeah, it's totally going to be a hoax, don't worry about it, it's a liberal propaganda, to oh, I knew it was a pandemic before they knew it was a pandemic to, you know, some actual shit happening. But the other thing that, that's going to fucking real hard on this is that we're not done with this. This is not a no. like we are not we haven't even hit the peak yet. You know, um, there was the footage. I don't know if you guys saw it from um, Italy where it was just a caravan of military vehicles taking um, the, 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 the bodies of victims of COVID-19 yeah. out of the cities. And it, was it, a, it is worth mentioning that Italy has a very elderly population. Right, right. But so do we in certain parts of the country. So, yes. So, like, one of the states that's bucking this, and um, uh, Sam Cedar has talked about this a lot, like, the, the level of misinformation and, and how people are, are um, believing or not believing what medical professionals say is almost a one-to-one direct correlation to how, like, that area voted. You know, like in Florida, they're like, hey, it's not that bad. It's not going to be a thing. We don't have to shut down the beaches or whatever. So Florida still doesn't have a stay-at-home order, even though... Wait, Florida you know, doesn't have a stay-at-home order yet? Nope. No. Um, what, what That's, Ron, that'll pan out well. Yeah, yeah. When what Ron DeSantis is is, uh, is actually leaning on right now is that the um, the, the southern uh, counties, the you know Miami-Dades and the... Where the hell Tampa? I think Tampa's... Tampa, I don't know. I don't know any counties in Southern Florida, but you know, Tampa, Clearwater area, Miami Beach, that the whole uh, tip of the penis. Like he's relied on the the county officials themselves to say, like, all right, every stay at home, because he doesn't want to be the Florida, uh, the Republican Florida governor to buck Donald he Trump. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. Right, right. So like, moving forward, and and we're already starting to see an explosion of of COVID nineteen cases in Florida, in Louisiana. And in in Texas, um, in Houston, I think there's there, Houston and Austin. There's a big spike coming. Like these yep. more conservative areas that tend to listen to the main, not to to hear the mainstream media and say, "Hey, you guys are full of shit." We're listening to you know Sean Hannity. Like I think in, I think in a two or three months, we're gonna see a one to one comparison with like how the state went and how bad the cases are, opposed to like another state because they just willfully don't seem to be giving a shit. I mean, politically, don't you think that gives a, you know, uh, an advantage to, uh, you know, Democrats and liberals in the long term? Or do you, or, and this is another argument that I've heard, or, uh, you know, there, there could be a sentiment that, uh, you know, there's like an air of, uh, you know, superiority that, that liberals and will have, uh, that they will kind of lord over these conservative states. And do you think they can rally around that? That's another theory that I've been reading about. I, 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 would, I wouldn't say that because in a lot of the liberal, um, you know, the Democratic vote is concentrated in a lot of large metropolitan areas that are going to get just as wrecked by this as anything else. Like, I mean, New York City right. is just going to be, is is the epicenter right now. It's going to get worse. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be pointing fingers, but I think later there's going to be somebody who's going to do a PhD <laughs> thesis on like how many uh, cases per like percentage points uh, conservative held a county like I'm, you're going to be able to make that it'll be fun it'll be an interesting correlation well, not causal but like I don't I don't want to say it'll be causal but 
when Sean Hannity's telling you to, to mix two well, I mean, uh, chemicals together, that the FDA is like, oh, I don't know about that. I mean, do you want to play a game called, and we could do this for, you could do this around your podcast for, you know, foreseeable future. How are they going to politicize it this week? Oh, I mean, we're <laughs> already know? doing it. I, I, um, I had it later here in yeah. the, um, in, in the, the sprawl, but later in the outline, when we actually talked about the current situation of the, you know, coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, um, right now, uh, the USNS Comfort, one of the big uh, hospital ships that we have. I think there's one of two. I think we have two. Um, but I know the Comfort is in the New York Harbor right now. And Sean Hannity did his motherfucking show tonight using that ship as a background, as a backdrop. Like it was no Sean way. Hannity and then uh. the ship's right behind him. I'll send you guys the image here in a second. But like I saw it while I was cleaning up the kitchen and making dinner. And my first thought was, oh boy. Do you think Sean Hannity would have used that ship as a backdrop if it was ordered there by Barack Obama? No. Yeah, probably not. Absolutely right. not. He would have said, this is some third world shit. Like, we send this ship to, to places that, that are dealing with, you know, you know, scurvy outbreaks. Like, why is it here? What is, you know, why is Barack Obama, like, let down him and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's so fucking transparent. Yeah. It's not even funny. But, yeah, it's going to get weird. Before we talk about that, let me let me talk. Like, let me. Damn, I'm just looking at that. That's a huge ass ship. Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. Yeah, the, and yeah. The, and the comfort. Well, yeah, and, and the ship Mercy that's in L.A. I mean, look at this. I mean, these yeah, that's what I'm looking at now. Like, yeah. Well, and and the comfort is going to be in New York Harbor, not to uh, help with the COVID nineteen cases. I just sent you guys a picture of Sean Hannity in front of that boat. Yeah, um, there, it's for overflow for other shit. Right, right. It's the stuff that the, that the stressed out hospitals can't handle. Um, but before we get into that and we run through all those numbers, um, because, you know, this is a podcast where we have an outline, but it doesn't matter. Um, I need to make a correction that I didn't make last week. So, Shay, I think two podcasts ago we were talking about um, who would be a good running mate for, you know, uh, the Democratic candidate. And I brought up um, Stacey Abrams. And I mistakenly said that she ran for governor of Kansas. And what I did, she ran for the governor of Georgia. And what I did is I um, superimposed two uh, GOP jackasses. They're both jackasses. I just want to be very clear about who she lost to. Um, She lost the governor's race to a Brian Kemp. He was the secretary of state in Georgia at the time. And he did a lot of shenanigans to make sure that people couldn't vote. Um, like he took, he was uh, in charge of the voter rolls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was the secretary of state of, of, of Georgia at the time he was running against, uh, Stacey Abrams for the governorship. And he did shit like he required all of the, the people that lived on, um, Na- native American, um, or Indian re- reservations to, excuse me, do you have a street address? And they don't they have, have reservations in Georgia. Yeah. And they didn't Shit. have street addresses, so they went like they went out buck nutty, just assigning street addresses to people's houses so they could they could register to vote. Shit like that. And of course, he tried to throw several uh, hundred thousand people off the voting rolls. So Brian Kemp was the guy that um, she she ended up losing to. She never she never um, uh, succeeded the race. Succeeded the race. Am I saying that right? Conceded. Sorry, she never conceded that race because basically she knew uh, that she got, you know, just fucked over royally. And so her her concession speech, quote unquote, where she never said the word concession is really great. Look it up on YouTube. Um, I I mistook 
Kemp for Chris Kobach. Now, this is another dickhead. Um, he's the Secretary of Kansas, and this is the guy who also doesn't like people to vote. Remember, he's the one that headed up uh, uh, Donald Trump's Voter Fraud Commission that had to fold because it found no voter fraud. Um, after, like, two and a half years... Uh, he just, yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah he, he folded it up and was like, well, nobody's going to get accomplished. Us, nobody's going to give us access to their voter rolls, and, like, every state said, duh. And, uh, you know, fuck off. And um, the one of, one of the people, uh, a couple of people on the council spoke out. And basically the, the complaints was is that he said, I have reports of hundreds of thousands of instances. And, like, the Democratic counterpart on his committee would be like, you have a report. You have something Sean Hannity said. You have no evidence. And he was like, yeah, And it just, it never went any farther than that. So I confused those, those two um Asshats, and I apologize. Now, did somebody oh, reach out oh, and bring this up, or is this one of those like you're laying in bed later and go, "Oh fuck, I used the no, wrong." No, actually, name. John, John, our buddy John pointed this out that I had made the mistake, and then he was on the podcast last week and didn't even remind me to to correct it. But I think that makes it his mistake then, like it Ooh. transfers to him. So uh, you, 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 so basically, thank you for apologizing for John's mistake. There we go. I like how this works. I like how we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> This is much like the question of like, is a is a, a potato chip a French fry and should it go in ketchup? Yes, mm. it should. It's delicious. Is, no, it's not a, a French fry, but it's delicious. Yeah, Ooh, dude, fuck you. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't like that question. Ooh, that, that makes me, makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that question makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I know in the in the Dark Tower series, the gunslinger called them popkins. Popkins, yes, I remember. He that. didn't. He didn't understand what a hot dog was. He just called it a popkin, which is what they called sandwiches. So, all right, all right. So back to the nerd. Uh, it, oh, sorry. Um, back to the uh, COVID nineteen stuff. Uh, we kind of we kind of touched on a lot of the stuff, but right now we are officially um, number one in the world for active cases. USA, uh, yeah, USA, USA. As so, of. Uh, Presuming that that's what I had, because that's pretty much what they told me. You guys have any questions? I understand no. that it, it, it's a Good. Uh, upper respiratory. Uh, it's like the flu, but it's harder on your respiratory tract than the flu would be. Super was, and it sucks. Yeah. So, Which is why yeah. there's such a uh, demand for um intubation and ventilators because That's why I got this homie. Yeah. So you know, Dave's Dave's holding up a um a um inhaler. And so I'll yeah, so it, has, it has all of the common symptoms of the flu, but it, it attacks the your upper respiratory system and um you know, a lot of people have a lot of trouble getting oxygen in. I'm glad you're feeling better. Glad you didn't have to go to the hospital and be intubated. That would have sucked. Yeah, I mean I uh, had a, you know, talked to a doctor on the phone. Then two days later, I was just like, uh-uh. Went to the urgent care, and then a day later, I was like, uh-uh. Talked to a doctor on the phone again, man. So uh, it was not cool. Um, I have not been that sick as an adult. It, it's really important that everybody stay home for real, because if everybody stays home for like three weeks to a month, we can figure out who has this shit, and then we can go out again. It's as simple as that. It's really just that simple. But. Unless you've put lavender oil on your anus, then you're immune. Oh, dude. Well, I know. Well, I, well, I did that, though. That's what, that's what cured me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oddly enough, oddly enough, it wasn't 
Yeah, it was it was the peppermint, dude. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> I heard that burns, but um, it, it it burns it burns the sickness out. Yeah, but so okay, so th- that was another thing on my like as far as the COVID uh, goes right now. So like right now we are you know as Chase said number one USA number one. We have the uh, most cases. Period. Um, we're right now we're beating uh, Italy, which you know this is not a competition, but we have about. 63,000 more cases than they do. Um, and as of I'm looking at this right now, I, I don't know if I mentioned this at the top, but we're recording this on, on uh, Monday night. Now, are you uh, looking at the Johns Hopkins, uh, Johns Hopkins heat map? I'm looking at the world meters info. And right now okay. we have more people have, have died in the United States from COVID-19 than died in 9-11. In 9-11, yep. we had 2,996 um, American deaths, and right now we're standing at as as um this is, uh this would be oh shit, midnight uh Eastern uh Eastern time, eleven p.m. my time, 10, 10 p.m. your time, and we've got uh three thousand one hundred and sixty six deaths. So this is going to be the tip of the spear. What what is it? It doubles like every three days now. So this Something is like this, that. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it's it'll double, and then so yeah, it'll double and. Uh, two days, and then yeah. in uh, five days from now, uh, that'll double. Yeah, so it's so pretty that, cool. It's yeah, it's 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 actually very startling. It's actually, not cool at all. It's yeah, terrifying. How it's really really troublesome. How much this is is actually a thing we have to worry about. And like here in Illinois, we have a stay at home order. So my wife and I, right, my wife's a, a nurse. She goes to work three or four times a week. Uh, her pro, her process is to come home. Uh, basically stripped down to her uh, uh, birthday suit and the, I guess you'd call it like the, the dining room. So she just walks in the house, strips down, throws everything downstairs, and then we wash it, and she takes a shower right after it because she's trying not to bring it home to me. Um, yeah. They don't have any cases at her hospital yet, but they're prepping for them. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's just how it's going to be. And the problem is, like, I was, you, if you listen to... Um, conservative radio they are about three weeks behind on reality at this point because there's last week they were still saying like this is just a liberal um the liberals are blowing this out of proportion to hurt trump and trump has getting has been getting really defensive about this because he did just piss away what about two months of time we could have really prep for this oh yeah yeah and i mean uh, honestly end of end of december if he had taken it seriously uh, we could at least have adequate supplies, or you know, and if any, even if it had blown over and it was nothing, then guess what? We have a stockpile of supplies for when this inevitably does happen. Right, right. And so, is that yeah, a bad thing? No, no, no. Uh, no. And, and that's what they're trying to say now. They're like, the fu- I heard the funniest fucking thing from Alex Jones the other day. He's like, hey, if we just over prepare for this virus and it doesn't, and it's not as bad. Then what's the harm in that? I was like, that's the exact argument you say is bullshit about global warming. The exact argument. But whatever. So Donald Trump pissed away about a good two months. Like I said before, we've got situations in New York and Florida that are going to be a real problem. And the problem is, is like like I said, even the right-wing media is, is coming on, on board with reality in that like before they're like, oh, it's just the flu. But that's not true because it's different than it the flu in a lot of... Yeah, yeah and as Dave can attest to, like it's worse than the it flu. It is but, not the flu. It is worse. Well, yeah, if it takes a lot had, longer. And, if, yeah, if, it feels if way... If that's what I had, it is not the flu. Uh, like, 
dude. I, I, you know, I've got underlying health issues that are all orthopedic. So like, I was like really happy about that. You know, I don't have any, like, you know, nothing's wrong with my guts. So yeah. it's just, it's no, just my bones no, and joints, you know? Immune, uh, immune issues or anything. Yeah, no autoimmune disease, nothing like that. And dude, this thing like knocked me on my ass. My coworker that gave it to me, you know, his whole family, you know, he's about, you know, 10, 12 years older than I am as his wife. He's got a kid who's 23. His kid that was 23 was all jacked up. Same thing. And, and they were told basically the same thing that I was. It's like, hey, you probably have this thing, but you'll never know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which is, not- um, that, that's, that's the fucked up part is uh, honestly, that's, that's, really the only way to, to curtail this whole thing is to test yeah period and oh, god damn it again like i try to tell my conservative friends they're like oh you just hate donald trump it's like eh, i don't like to use the word hate because i've never met him shay's the person on the podcast that says he, he hates donald trump yes and but like you can't trust a thing that the sitting president of the United States says, because it's almost always complete horseshit to make him feel better about himself. Like when he went to go visit the CDC, he stood there and said, "Like, listen, we have all the tests. The tests are perfect. They're almost as perfect." We're as testing everybody. Yeah, anybody who wants no. a test can get a test. And like, there are some very wealthy people in Hollywood that are complaining, like, "Hey, I have symptoms. I can't get tested." And so that's the thing. It's like, yes. Uh, we might have tested more people as of today than any other country, but per capita, we're not testing as many people as we should be testing. And that's the thing. And uh, there's innovations now. Like, I think there's a, a, a something like a 15 minute test like on the horizon that was just cleared by the FDA. Like those innovations are going to come and that's great, but they should have come in fucking January 1st. Like, you know, well, let me, let me tell you my biggest fear at, the, at this point is that I didn't have it. Honestly, that's my biggest fear. Is because you, if, you just if, had a if, shitty if, flu and COVID's worse. Is that what you're worried it, about? It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the flu because I got tested for the flu in the end, and they mm. told me it wasn't the flu. But my biggest fear is that that wasn't it. And if that wasn't it, then what the hell does it feel like, man? Because that thing, I was sicker than I than I've been since I was. I, I can't even remember, man. I think I was a kid. I mean, that's how shitty it was. I mean, it's it's no joke, man. The the, the the comments the comments that I've makes my asshole uh, uh, burn just thinking about it. <laughs> all that peppermint she had to rub on there to get the get the, the, the evil spirits out. Um, That's right. But no, like I was saying, even the conservative media is like coming around to the fact that this isn't just the flu, and there are a lot of different reasons that it's not the flu. Um, just today, I heard people talking about how like it's just the flu, and then the next uh, news report that came after him was like, okay, it's not the flu. It's about ten times more trans transmittable than the flu. Um, whereas the, for the flu, you can walk around for about four days before you know you're sick and, and transmit the flu. You can be asymptomatic. Um, you can be asymptomatic for between 10 and 14 days with COVID-19. Uh, if you actually do catch the, the, um, COVID-19 and you have to be hospitalized, the average stay for the flu is like four days, three or four days. It's closer to 10 for uh, COVID. It's like six to 10. So like, and that's what's really the problem here is that it's not that we can't handle a flu like COVID nineteen is that we can't handle the fact that you can transfer it around for fourteen days before you know you're sick, and then everybody stays in the hospital longer. It's just it's just it's just really going to like that curve everybody keeps talking about. It's a real thing. We're gonna we're gonna fuck it fuck that shit all up. Yeah, well, and I've got you know my wife and <coughs> you know buddy live with me currently and. You know that they haven't had any symptoms yet. 
you know, it's likely that they Knock probably would have gotten it around the same time that I would have, but I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of, you know, awful to think about too. Yeah. Or, or, without testing, you know, what the hell, what, what the hell do I know? I know nothing. Yeah. It's really hard to say without, because we're not testing as many people as we need to. There's whole states that don't have stay at home orders. We really do need, like, I, I, I'm probably not going to get back into the lab until May. That's just like, that's just a thing. That's just going to happen. And a lot of other places need to do the same thing. Um, I know we saw in the news that Donald Trump said it would be really great if we opened up America for Easter. Uh, yeah, we're not like, doing that, though. Yeah, that, that, and uh, then he, no, he We're, we're going to open it for Passover, but not for Easter. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I guess... <laughs> I mean, this year, Jesus is just, just going to stay dead, sure. everybody. Sorry. Come back next year. Um, I, I saw something on Facebook. Somebody was like, Jesus will not stay dead this year. Because back in back in the b- biblical times, all of hell's forces tried to keep Jesus to stay dead. And he didn't stay dead. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Holy hell. Lady, we're just I feel like here. I feel like this is like a, this is like a, like a good metaphor for this year. It's like, you know, if you go, you go to pick someone up at the airport, you fuck up and you can't find them, and then you got to take another lap around again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's kind of what this whole year is going to be like. Just Jesus, fucking lap just, around and we'll try yeah, again just, next year. <laughs> Jesus just needs to get his bags and, you know, maybe grab a beer at the hotel bar and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. We'll get him next year. But, uh, so yeah, so that happened. Donald Trump panned back on that. Um, yeah, he's just really defensive about his whole, uh, treatment of this because we started, what is it? We disbanded the pandemic response team in 2018. We slashed China's, uh, CDC budget that we have there. There was actually a, um, I think the guy's job, uh, title was pandemic monitor in China and we fired that guy. Okay. Cool. I mean, and it, it's it's one of the uh, reasons I, I hate the I hate the idea of like, well, we're going to run the country like a business because the logic to, and you can watch the video of him talking about it in 2018. His logic mm-hmm. was, well, we haven't had a pandemic in a while or at all, really. They're not these people aren't really being used for anything, so we're going to cut them, let them go, and then if we need it, we can just hire them back real quick. That was the right. logic, which works we- if you're talking about like you know, something in a business like, Hey, if you are own a real estate firm and don't have any houses to sell, yeah, you can get rid of your realtors. That's a little different. Um, you know, it's, it's stupid. And, you know, and of course that's not how it worked out. Cause otherwise I wonder how much of that infrastructure, if it was still there would have sped this up quite a bit, but I honestly don't know. I know that a lot of really good people got let go when he did that. Like when I say good, I just mean like very educated people, but I don't, I don't know the details. Now their or, defense. Or would we have gotten intel sooner? You know, who knows? Well, maybe. Yeah, well, we were we about this. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, in in uh, they had a sixty-five page report from the National Security Council that was called, uh, you know, um, that was a pandemic response like timeline, like how you should deal with this in, you know, weeks and months to make sure that this shit doesn't happen. And they just said it. Okay, great. Well, first of all, you're not going to hand Donald Trump anything. And expect him to fucking read it. So he just tossed it. And, like, the entire administration just ignored it. So that happened. The other thing that's happening right now that's really uh, chapping my ass is that Donald Trump wants all the governors to, like, 
say how awesome is he is before they get any aid yeah, from the federal dude, government. They got a cow out of him just to fucking yeah. get supplies and shit. Or order or to have the federal government not outbid them on supplies that they uh, desperately need. Like what insane. the hell is that? That is insane. Yeah. I mean he's he's pitting these states against each other and, and then, then in the end the federal government will just outbid him. And then and then even if these states do win these bids, the federal government still decides like how to distribute them. So instead of shipping directly to the states, they ship directly to the federal government and then the federal government divvies them out. How is that helping anybody? Yeah, one of one of the um, biggest uh, clusterfucks I've I've heard medical professionals talk about is they said we probably have enough ventilators to get the job done state by state, but they're spread out all over the country in states that don't have the outbreak that say New York has right now, and so there's not a national you know registry of ventilators where they can be like, all right, so you know North Dakota has a thousand ventilators and there's only three people that live in the entire state. So we can get all those out of there and send them to New York and shit like that. Um, the other one that made me just, um, actually like snot Mountain Dew in the morning was, uh, Trump blames, uh, New York governor, uh, Andrew Cuomo for not buying enough ventilators in 2015. <laughs> 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 So, so Donald Trump says that there was a like a pandemic plan or some kind of uh, uh, epidemic response plan in 2015, and it recommended that they buy thousands upon thousands of ventilators. And the report did not say that. You can go to factcheck.org and check that out. It did not say that. It didn't recommend any more than they you know currently had. Um, but also, it didn't say like, hey, in the case of a pandemic, you might need more shit than you got right now. But also, um, is Andrew Cuomo psychic? Like, how was he supposed to know this was going to happen in 2020? And if I was Andrew Cuomo, my rebuttal would be like, well, in 2015, we had a better president than you. So if that would have happened then, I just figured he'd handle it. So my bad. Like, Barack yeah. Obama would have handled this, not have been such a dick to about it. I but, feel like we would be in a, in a much better place uh, under the last administration. I think we should just put Andy Bashir in charge of it and say, go. Oh, yeah, dude, do it. Uncle Andy. <laughs> but, uh, and then, and then to follow up that, uh, Trump in the last two days has gone on TV and said that, um, one, he doesn't believe that states like New York need as much materials as they have or are requesting. He's like, how did you go from needing 10,000 masks when all of your hospitals are full to needing 300,000 masks? And I don't know why nobody threw a shoe at him and said, because it's a pandemic, you fucking potato. Yeah. But, I mean, but, like, I mean, you, you said your, your wife's a nurse. Yeah. So when, when I when I went to the urgent care and they looked at me like I was a fucking maniac for even being there. And like, they were all like, they were horrified by the fact that I was there. I didn't touch anything. I had gloves on. I had a mask on, all that shit. And dude, I mean, they, every time they came in the room, they were like, suited up they have to rip that shit off every fucking time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every fucking and, and, time and and that's how that's supposed to be that's protocol um, yeah that's protocol we i think we talked about this before i think i started uh recording but there's now a fda approved way of sanitizing the masks where you put uh, uh several several hundred of them in a chamber pressurized with a vapor uh hydrogen peroxide and they sit there for two hours. But you can only do that 20 times before it starts to break down the mask. And so that's not good. 
it would be better if we just had fresh masks for all the um, healthcare Even workers. Even better if the masks were it. made in this country and they wouldn't break down after 20 times. Think about it. Ah, there you go. But um, the la- the last thing I want to bring up of Trump's like real insecurity about how this is playing out, and is that he started to accuse in the last last two days he's gone on and done a bunch of um, interviews, and he started to accuse, like I said, people of requesting more things than they need. He like, can't understand why they would need so many ventilators and masks. But then he's also said he's also said, and this is a direct quote, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with them. Maybe they're going out the back door. I guess we'll have to look into that, right, Mike? And then Mike Pence is in the audience, just nods like, "So you are actively accusing governors?" Wait, wait, of... wait! I didn't hear that. Oh what yeah, the... he's saying that oh, these motherfuckers man. are just like scalping them. What? The... That's the sitting president of the United States during a global tam- pandemic. He's accusing governors who who states didn't vote for him of just like hoarding masks and I guess selling them on the black market for pixie sticks and shit. I don't know. But like a, a mask's not worth anything to anybody other than healthcare workers at this point in time, or crazy people, or crazy yeah. people. Uh, but... My my favorite thing I've seen is people who don't have masks, so they're just walking around with like I saw a guy today at King Supers with uh, swim goggles and a bandana on. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, dude, that's that's that awesome. That guy is ready for um, anything. Any, uh, yeah. That guy is ready. For uh, Fury Road times. That's, yeah, that's he's, he's Mad Max times are coming for him. He's yeah, ready Mad Max to go. Times. Did he like pack a bunch of like cigarettes and snorkels so, <laughs> <reach into> <laughs> <filters, laughs> so it's filtered? You know? Yes. Well, I'll tell you I didn't see I've a delightum. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I've seen I have seen personally somebody walk walk get out of the car at Walmart walk up to the door. Uh, his wife goes in. She's wearing a mask. He stands outside. He's wearing. He has a big, flir- big, big bushy beard like I do. So the mask doesn't, you know, fit right. Yeah. Anyway, so he takes the mask off and lights a cigarette. I was like, "Oh, dude, come on now." You, you, okay, whatever. Like I, I, I was, I was kind of hanging back, hoping he would set his mask on fire too, and that would make me happy. But he did not. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. Okay, so in response to the uh, COVID-19 crisis, uh, the government has passed the largest relief package we have in the history of the United States. I was actually kind of surprised. Um, I thought... I thought the... um, Bailout, bank bailout, was bigger than it was. No, man, Bear Stearns, they're gone. I mean, some of those people are gone. They didn't bail them all out. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, what, 2008, 2009. So, you know, over 10 years ago, I just, I guess in my head, I thought it was in the trillions, but it was only, uh, like 600 billion or so, but we passed $2.2 trillion, uh, COVID-19 relief package. Um, <clears throat> so broad stripes, um, you got $1,200 per person, uh, $500 per child. I think they extend unemployment for well, wait, it's twelve hundred dollars per person, but it's uh there, there's stipulations on that based on income, correct? Right. If the household income is less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was seventy five thousand per person based on what your income tax the year before. So. Yeah. Yeah. So so there you know so and and about to give me that Trump check so I can get an Obama phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And. Oh God, Shay! It's funny you say that because that's that's like one of the other things I got down here uh, on my little outline. But uh, yeah, so so I mean, we could we could. I mean, there is so much stuff. It's one of those bills where we're really gonna have to wait 
and, and like look at all the details, but there's a bunch of money for small businesses and a bunch of money for corporations that really shouldn't go to them. Um, a lot of corporations like the airlines, they took Trump's $1.8 trillion tax cut and just used it for uh, stock buybacks. And now they don't have any money. So, I mean, they should really probably try to do an intern at uh, being an airline and then maybe maybe not get a coffee in the morning. You know, pull the reason is the airlines keep well, buying iPhones. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing. I mean, all right, guys, how, how bad is it if we let the airlines fail? Oh, the, it would be are bad. The, are the planes going to go anywhere? You can't, you can't unmake a plane. No. <laughs> They're still going to be there. I have like, said for decades that we need to, to reorganize the airline industry like we do the um, post office. I know they do similar things with, with, I mean, a person is basically a package. I'm not saying I want to be right. folded up and put into a slot and, you know, flown across the, the so, United States, but like, yeah. like when these motherfuckers try, I want to charge me $80 because my bag is a pound over. Well, and, and I want like, to, now, like, now they're like, we can't, we can't sustain our business. I'm like, I'm sorry. If, if anybody that listens to this, like any of the three people that listen to this, it's dozens. You, it's a dozen. It's there are dozens of us. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if anybody that the, the, the listens has had a, an experience flying domestic recently, uh, I'd like to know if you're flying on, say, a Frontier Airlines on one of those like near nearly fucking empty flights. Are they really enforcing the thirty dollars fucking? You know. Uh, check oh my god! That really would be amazing. I would be. I would be so furious if I if I got on that plane and like. Sir, that's going to be an extra thirty dollars to bring that on, and then you look around and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm, I'm yeah. the one guy out of here. I mean, your guy." I kind of really want to fly somewhere right now. I think it would be really cool to fly right now because I bet airports and planes are mostly deserted. Yeah, I got to wait about another two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I assume you're I... allowed to fly still. Oh, I'm allowed. I'm an American. No, I mean like. That, hey, no, American. air travel is still a thing. Listen, as an American, travel. I will endanger as many people as I want to. Exactly. That's true. That's that my, is my, that right. Is my right. It says it in the Constitution. <laughs> That's my right. Yeah. And right now, I can go to Vegas for like 15 bucks. so buckle up. Let's go. I got, I got, actually, funny shit, it's funny you mentioned that. I got a couple of buddies that had a, a Vegas plan, a trip plan, and they were like, oh, man, do you, th- do you think it'll be okay? I was like, man, you're, you're, if you catch it traveling, you'll, you won't die, but... I don't think anything's going to be open. Yeah. They're like, no, no. And then like, they just shut down the strip and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nope, no Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they were so you know, mad. Uh, I'm supposed to go to Italy in September. See if that happens. That might be workable. It might be workable. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, no, I, I agree. Like I've been on a plane where they, where it, it was like, I don't even want to say a third full. And, they came on the um, intercom and they said, all right, everybody, we've got kind of a light flight here, so we're kind of, we're not evenly distributed, so the captain would like everybody to Oh, yeah, to they the make back. you get up and, like, move people around the fucking plane. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah dude. Like, if the captain came on. Oh, what, the like, captain hey, can't fly that good without an evenly distributed plane? I thought you were captain. <laughs> Yeah. What well, kind of fuck captain are you? <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. This, well, you know, it's your job to do this. It's my job to fucking get on this goddamn airplane. Well, you fucking figure it out. Well, I mean, you're, you're, like, you're giving him a crutch. You're giving the captain a crutch at that point, and he needs well, to learn how to fly under any circumstance. Well, I got I got two things to say about that. One, they were like the captain came on. He's like, "All right, everybody, we need to redistribute the weight. If we can just move some of the passengers to the back of the plane." That'll be enough. 
that'll be that'll be enough. Or we have to unload all the cargo and then reload it, and that'll take forty minutes. So which one do you want to do? And then the the um, stewardess came back and she looked right at me. I was like, Yeah, I know my big ass is going back there. Calm the <laughs> yeah. fuck down. Yeah, I know I'm just ballast up here, so I'm gonna go back there. Um, and then uh, Shay, Dad has told us, um, our father has told us a uh, um, uh, um, a story about they were trying to fly that Allegiant flight from Huntington to Florida. And yes. this, uh, this um, you know, very experienced pilot was like, no, I'm not flying this plane. This plane is too heavy. And then uh, they he just walked off. Like, the pilot <laughs> got up and walked off the plane. And then they sat there for, like, 30 minutes going, man, what's going to happen? Like, are we going to be able to fly? Like, they didn't really, you know, they didn't make any announcements. And Dad said he looked out the window and he said... This kid that could have, he looked like he was 21, just came bebopping out of the airport, hopped up in the, the pilot seat and says, let's do this. And he's like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> and, you know, what's that, that's that, that saying is like, there's bold pilots and there's old pilots, but there's no bold old pilots. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And I was like, so how'd it go? And dad's like, fuck it. This kid knew how to fly a plane better than I did. And I was like, so how was the landing? He's like, it was a bit rough. <laughs> Man. So one time I landed at, at Denver and uh, and and the dude came down, made contact with the tarmac and then fucking took off again. <laughs> that shit, that, that that's like some aircraft carrier shit. I'm like, does not no instill way. confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So a lot of those industries are getting some money. Um, like I said, it's the largest bailout ever. Um, have you guys seen the graph of unemployment last week? Uh, no, but I know it's redonkulous. Yeah, yeah, it looks kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, it is more uh, than a hockey stick, homie. <laughs> it is insane because here, I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Um, like, every, like, so if you look at the unemployment, there's this like peak here in about 2010, or I'm sorry, 2008, which would be the economic crisis that that ended yeah. uh, George W. Bush's presidency. Um, I Actually, a, wasn't uh, that right around when uh, both you and I graduated college? That was uh, cool. I was, yeah, I was a couple years after that, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. It was awesome. I I have a I have a guy a buddy of mine Nathan who um uh he had his first child at like in like late two thousand nine. <clears throat> he shared a whole story on Facebook. I'm, yeah, I don't want to you know he, you know he shared it, but he he had a really great story about how I was like you know I had a job. We were expecting our first daughter. The economy started to go south. Had my first daughter. Was laid off. You know, had to go on food stamps. Had to short sell our house. Like he was, he was like right there at the the top of that peak of of you know applying for unemployment. And then if you look further, in you know this past uh, last week, it skyrockets up to like thirty three hundred. Um, oh, so you, know, you mean that's not that's not the line for that axis, huh? No, <laughs> that's the data. Yeah, it's amazing. So, like at the peak of two thousand, the two thousand and nine acad- um, academic, damn it, um, financial crisis, there was like you know, uh, around nine hundred thousand. No, that's not right. Yeah, nine hundred thousand um, applications for unemployment, and then last week there were like three point three million. So that's not going to be good. The uh, economy is going to take a body blow. It's going to be bad. Don't think Donald Trump is going to hit that three three percent GDP growth he promised us. But um, the funny thing was, is right after this uh, 
Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. I, this kind of went under the radar for me, and I looked around. I can't find the statement statement that he apparently released. But right after um, Donald Trump signed the um, stimulus pack, the reason it was hung up in the Senate for a little bit was because the Democrats did not want to give five hundred billion dollars. Um, it was basically a slush fund that Steve Mnuchin yeah. has um, the oversight of. <laughs> And it was to help out businesses, small businesses and corporations, which everybody was worried that that money would just get funneled into Trump properties and, and you know, Trump affiliated corporations like the Pillow guy. If he took a hit, he was going to get a bunch of money. Shit like yeah. that. You know, I, I, I think it's really important right now for for at least at least for me. And I and I, I know both. I know Shay, obviously, better than you, Justin. But, I, you know, I, I think I can speak for both of us where it's like I don't I'm not like happy that things are so horrible right now. Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not happy that Donald Trump is failing in, in, in such, such a, you know, glorious fashion or whatever. It doesn't make me happy. Um, but it makes me anxious as fuck. That's it makes, it yeah. makes me anxious. It's, it's, this is, this is not a good thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting here like, being like, yeah, fuck this guy. He's really fucked I wanted, up. Like, I, I wanted I, I, him to, I wanted him to prove me wrong, prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I want, I want anybody that, 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 that is opposition to whatever I would vote for. I want them to prove me wrong because honestly, I, I don't want this country to be shitty. But ooh, man, I mean, it's it's almost comical how much he's how much he's fucked this whole thing up. Well, that's a great. I, I, that I, I, I just agree think it's, it's something that we need that we need to bring up. Like, I'm not I'm not happy no. about any of this. When Donald Trump took office, my prediction and hope was that he would do just as good or slightly better than Barack Obama. And in a lot of ways, he has done just that. The economy has continued to, well, had until fucking a week and a half ago. The the economy, as far as unemployment, had continued to trickle down in the same basic straight line. The stock market had continued to trickle up in the same basic straight line. If he had just, you know, held the status quo for yeah. what had happened in the last four years, he would have been considered a great president. He would have been considered a per- perfectly perfectly fine president by everybody else's standard an absolute godsend by the people who supported him because they just love the shit out of him and that would have been fine that would have been like the best case scenario in my mind but what donald trump does too much is promise the moon and deliver applebee's like it's just <laughs> the most garbage bullshit you can think of because the reason i brought this up is because like yeah Nobody wants to add $2.2 trillion to the national debt because that's all we're doing. We don't have that money. We're just fucking writing checks. But nobody wants to do it. But when the Democrats balked it. What's the option? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no other option. There's no other option. No other option. But a lot of people were lambasting Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer for, like, pushing back on that initial plan that came out of the Senate because they were like, no, we don't need to give Donald Trump's. um, There was no oversight on five. I don't know, half a trillion dollars. Half a trillion dollars. Just what the fuck ever. And actually, what the fuck ever he wanted, he could do whatever he wanted with it for like six months. He didn't have to say who got what money for six months. Then at that point, who gives a shit? I don't. I don't care. Even if it was a president that I liked, I don't like one person having that kind of power. It's not not good. good. Not good. And the and then immediately after this passed, Donald Trump issued a statement saying that like we're not going to abide by the oversight that's in the law. And I was floored. See, this is the shit that kills me about Donald Trump. You want to be a dick? Be a dick. But they're like, at least be a dick that, I don't know, understands what the Constitution means. Well, you heard the dumb shit he's, he, he fucking, uh, you know, they were, uh, Democrats were trying to attach to, uh, you know, for 
the upcoming voting. Oh, hold on. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's, okay, that's yeah, we'll, go, we'll yes. do that later. All right, all right. We'll get that. We'll get to that next. Is that 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 chaps in my my uh, my um what what oils were we put lavender butthole? What, what yeah, lavender scented butthole. Peppermint baby. Yeah, peppermint. That chap. That chap. Peppermint cures that COVID right up. Well. Yep. Yeah. So here here's here's the, the the quote from the statement. Um, I do not understand, and my administration will not treat this provision as permitting the and then it's inspector general to issue reports to congress without the presidential supervision required um so basically what happened was in the bill there was a inspector general i'm sorry special inspector general who was supposed to oversee how the money was doled out to what corporations to make sure because one of the stipulations in the in the bill was that the the trump family and trump properties can't get the money like they can't profit from this you know kind of thing i don't know it's it's it sounds redundant but it's in the constitution you know Whatever they um, made, they yeah. made. I, I just want to point out right now. We're going to talk about you know any, anything regarding emoluments or president. You know, benefiting I mean, just, from his office. Just... They made Jimmy Carter sell his fucking peanut farm. Exactly. I'm just going right. to just going to point that out right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a clause in the Constitution for those of us that read it, but you know, nerds, right? Whatever. Um, but yeah, so that was in there, and Donald Trump, immediately after signing it, Donald Trump just just issued a statement saying like, "Yeah, we don't think that's cool, so we're not going to do it." And it's like. What? Like how do these how do these small government conservatives like even like add add that together cuz they don't they don't give a shit they just just all right well whatever Donald Well if they're going to do if they're going to do a little socialism they got to put some uh a nash on there it. Go. they got to put a little bit of ooh, a little spin yeah. you know you got to make so, it a spicy meatball Yeah you got to make a spicy <laughs> socialism you got to have a little bit of that a little bit of a little, uh, little bit of that uh, yeah a little exactly yeah, crony capitalism in there for our, our socialism. But uh, to what you were talking about, and this is what really chapped my uh, um, uh, peppermint butthole uh, for a couple days. It's like there were so many lists that were going around on social media about the Nancy Pelosi socialist wish list that she was requiring to pass the this COVID-19 relief bill. Oh, it man, I saw abs- this on Drudge Report. It's so good. Yeah. It was absolute and complete horseshit because most of the people that voted for Donald Trump apparently don't know how legislation is passed. There were two bills. There was one, H.R. 748, that was in the Senate. It originated in the Senate. Um, Nancy Pelosi, of course, through Chuck Schumer, had input. That's what um, That was the bill that Democrats balked at given the president's administration $500 billion with virtually no oversight. That's what happened. So there was that back and forth there. Then, to put a little bit of pressure on the Senate, Nancy Pelosi um, uh, put forth a separate bill in the House, and a completely separate bill in the House, that was basically a Democratic like uh, ideolo- ideology bill. Like, this is where we want to go in the future. You know, wasn't going to pass, wasn't going to go for a vote, it was just like, what we want to do. And the Republicans took that, seized on it, made a bunch of dumbass lists, and spread it around, and conflated the two. As if nobody knows how a goddamn bill becomes a law anymore. And it was very, very annoying. I tried to point this out to a bunch of people. They were like, I was like, remember when, uh, you know, um, uh, Paul Ryan would release a budget that he knew wouldn't pass because it gave every CEO a firstborn child of their, their choosing? Right. You know, or, or when they would vote against Obamacare, like, you know, ritualistically. Yeah, seventy-two times or something like that. Like this doesn't yeah. matter, and and then, and, and okay. attach things to that bill just for you know, just for funsies, man. They're just practicing. Yeah, but Willie they were practicing. The yeah, Willie the fuck Nelly. But I had so many people that would share that list. And one of the things that Shay, uh, Shay you mentioned, Obama phones. <laughs> in the 
in the list of shit. And so what they did is they took things that they didn't like and then they renamed them to be like scary to conservatives. So in in the list of uh, priorities of Nancy Pelosi's bill that was in the House, not even fucking hadn't, hadn't even gone over the Senate yet. Again, two completely different goddamn bills. One of them was like some more money to um, I think it was called the uh, National Broadband, you know, something something act. But it was, all it was, it was money to provide broadband internet access to rural and poor communities. All it was. They took that section and called it Obama phones. That's amazing. That's all I did. And I pointed that out to like six people and they're like, well, that's a good point. It's like, yeah, you're full of shit. That, that was the point. That was the point I was trying to make there. But like, uh, it killed me. And what, what you were saying, Dave, is exactly right. Like it was, oh God, it was such just a, just misinformation tweet storm that was happening while the Senate was working on a bill that was then passed, then went over to the House, was there for like a fucking hour and a half, then went to the president and we were done. So Justin, are you, are you in fact saying then that uh, the media is the enemy of the people? I am saying that the Washington Times is the media is the enemy of the people. Oh man, I, I mean, well, that's because like all these articles they were sharing, they were like, uh, Nancy Pelosi has a, a liberal or not a liberal uh, socialist wish list that she will she has to have before she will give the hardworking American people any money, blah, 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 you know. But then you click on the article and it's two paragraphs. There's no list there. There's no anything. It's no, just dude. like, yeah. She's a, a of, like, she's a straight G though, man. I mean. So it's interesting. I was talking with a, a you know a friend of mine who he's you know he, he leans liberal, you know, but comes from a conservative background. He's and he's still just like, oh, you know, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. And I'm like, well, why? What has she done? What legislation has she passed that you don't like? Like, well, what don't you she's like about bitch. her? Hey, that's that's all you get is she's a bitch. I'm like, well, well, why? Explain one circumstance in which she was a bitch. It's, it's, I, I really think that the, the, the media has done a really good job, you know, kind of knocking her down. Uh, conservative media has done a, yeah, a fantastic oh, yeah. jo- hit job on her. She's a straight G, dude. I'm just saying. She, I don't know, but I don't want to speak for you guys, but me personally, I know that she's an older school Democrat who is more conservative than the Democratic Party is right now. More so conservative yes. than I'd like. Right, right. So I would love for her to be like, you know, you know, throwing out shit like uh, Bernie and uh, uh, OAC, but like that's just not who she is or where she's from. Well, she's also but, like a le- from a legacy and all that other shit too. Yeah. But she, but she's but also, also she's she's still a straight G, and she's one of the most successful legislators of all time. And that's where I, that's that's the, you took the words out of my mouth. Like when she wants to legislate something, it gets fucking legislated. Like she doesn't, you know, she she keeps her powder dry. She pulls. She knows she what she can get away with and who she can get away with it with, and and she gets legislation. Like there was a lot of there's rumor all that him and Holland about uh, impeachment, where she just kept pu- pumping the brakes on impeachment because she knew like if we pull this out right now, we're gonna get fucked. We're gonna get fucked real good. And then um, it came to a point where like, all right, well, we got to do it now. Egregious. And, uh, it was yeah, too egregious. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, God damn it, you you forced her to do it. She didn't yeah, want to no. do this. Yeah, she yeah, she no, wanted this no. to be settled at the polls because she knew what was going to happen. She she knew that everybody was going to be like, "Oh, there's Nancy Pelosi fucking posturing again, going for the impeachment like she's always wanted." No, she did. She didn't want to do the impeachment at all. But she had her hand forced, man. Yeah. Whatever. 
All right, so that happened, and we're gonna well, we'll just have to see how it shakes out. I I honestly don't think there will be uh there will be that that will be the only stimulus package we put out. I have to imagine there will be another one. Democrats are already talking about another one, but um uh what do you guys say we take a, a pause for the cause, maybe use a bathroom break, get another beer? Here's yeah, that works for me. Good. All right, let's take let's take a pause for a minute. We'll be back shortly. Because I have to ask, uh, what, if anything, is going on with the Democratic primary? I think we're still having one. And, uh, and, are we? Uh, I need to update you guys on how shitty of a couple weeks Alex Jones has had. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the power. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Uh, you probably heard some transformer sounds, and that's cool. But we got a couple uh, things to talk about before we wrap it up for the week, because we don't have anything else to do. Can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Um, I mean, I like to think that all three of us are drinking at home as heroes. Saving true patriots. Lives. I am yeah, saving lives right now. Yeah. Hey, hey, Shay. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Cheers. Mazel tov. Oh, I am. Passover is right. coming. So I have um, a question, and I don't really know where we're going to go with this because I don't have any really good answers. But I guess we're still having a Democratic primary. Yes. Last what? I checked. Huh? Last time I checked, we're having one. Uh, I, I Google. I mean, and it's not. It's not like as somebody like the three of us. I would say the three of us follow the news and politics pretty closely. Um, but, like, I was like, I, the other day, I was like, huh, what's going on with the primary? Because I just hear that uh, Biden has a lead and then uh, on Sanders. Uh, the, the current delicate count as of today, uh, was it Monday the 30th, is Biden 1,217 to Bernie's 914, which isn't an insurmountable lead. But if I understand the polling for the next several states, it's not so much that. Sanders could shut out Biden. It's, it would he he would take a smaller percentage of any delegates for the next several states. Right. The next several states, the next fourteen states, if I'm not mistaken, according to ABC News, have postponed their primaries. So I don't know when the fuck this shit's going to go down. Um, I'm going to go with probably not. It's insane. But like, also, that's not like even me as a as a <laughs> diehard Democrat has not been paying attention. Like, where are my primaries? Like. When the COVID nineteen thing happened, that kind of got lost in 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 the shuffle. I don't know if, for you guys, but for me, <laughs> for me, it did. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought. I mean, I didn't really so much stop paying attention to it as is that most of the news networks stopped reporting on it. Amen. Right. Which, it's, you it's, know, it is not newsworthy. It has been deemed not newsworthy because Joe Biden has won, according to the news. Yes, um, and, and I mean. On the numbers, yeah, probably. That's kind of a bummer, huh? Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't think we talked to you recently, Dave. But like Shay and I, pretty much would would prefer a Bernie Sanders campaign to a Joe Biden campaign, uh, hands down. But I don't know how you felt, you know, land on that. But I mean, uh, I, I'm in agreement there. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I was, I was a big fan of uh, of, of Miss Warren. 
mean, she was she was my number Would've one been choice. Happy with that as well. Um, but you know, uh, seeing the writing on the wall with her campaign, and um, unfortunately, I really do think it was that a lot of people just weren't willing to vote for a woman, which is sort of a fucking bummer. Um, but seeing the writing on the wall and wanting a progressive candidate, um, you know, I I voted for Bernie Sanders here in Colorado. Yeah, I I uh, we were on we were under a stay at home order, and I my um my polling place is just a couple blocks away. It's uh, at the church just down the street, so we we were had not been under an official stay at home order by the state yet. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go vote. I was just told by. The, we were told to work from home at that point. Yeah. So I went. I went and voted for Bernie Sanders, and uh, here in Illinois, and I think he lost that to to Joe Biden. But you know, it's kind of that little more. You know, everybody could just mail in their ballot. Wouldn't that? Oh be? yes, but then uh, you never get another Republican elected if everybody could vote, and that's straight yeah, from the president's mouth. Yep, pretty much. I love talking to people about the electoral college, and when they say, "Well." The Electoral College protects Wyoming from Colorado or from California. It's like, well, no, it gives Wyoming more power than California. They don't understand math, so you don't want to approach it that way. But then I ask them, like, well, what does it protect Vermont from? They're like, the tyranny of the majority. I was like, well, what's the difference between Wyoming and Vermont? They're like, well, I'm trying to get them about sixty thousand people, (laughs) about sixty thousand people, and the fact that a lot of square miles, yeah. Like that's the th- well, like the, they want to. They like Wyoming because Wyoming's deep red and yep. a small state. But they don't like Vermont for the opposite reasons. But oh god, whatever. Um, they they don't like to talk about that. Vermont's a weird place, man. It's weird. I lived there for but, too long. Oh, I didn't know that. But okay, so I we we have a primary. I don't know how it's going to shake out. Everything's postponed. I just don't have a good feeling about it. I mean, right now Joe Biden seems to have like a double. Digit lead on Trump and a bunch of polls, but you know we all know how accurate that is. Um, as your uh, uh, all caps uncle will will send you a message on Facebook and be like ask President Hillary Clinton. Yeah. God, I want to hit people in the head with a tack hammer when they do that. God damn it. You guys um, got an uncle? Or, hmm? You guys got uncles? uncles. We know that. Yeah. Not a, yeah. Yeah. All right. We got uncles. They've- all right. Some well, I mean, crazier than others. We're, just, yeah, we're, just, we're just talking about the royal. I mean, I got uncles and I got crazy uncles, man. I mean, uh, got, they, let's just that, say they all live in Florida. All of we, them. We have Every one single that, one. The last time I heard, moved out to the middle of Ohio, and Shay, correct me if I'm getting this wrong, to build and live in a pole barn. Yes, that is accurate. And, and that was the last thing anybody's heard. I know he is still alive. I mean, he's still alive. He is not there. Uh, but I, I haven't talked to him in. Long time, yeah, yeah. Well, I ask, I ask our father, who is his brother, like, what's going on with that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uncle Lane? He's like, oh, like, okay, cool. <laughs> sounds like sounds like my family. Cool guys, yeah. you guys are you, yeah. a bunch of cool guys doing cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's us. Um, okay, the real news of the podcast that we need to talk about is how shitty of the last couple weeks Alex Jones has had. And how much fun I'm having with how shitty his life has become. Yep. So let's go back. Is have do you guys know of and can, why? Could you throw up? Uh, could you throw? Oh yeah, I know all about that shit. The, the fight at the restaurant. Yes. That whole thing. Can you throw the mugshot up? Uh, just so we can all just, just take it in because it is so I wonderful. I think I have it on my. I have it somewhere. I'm yeah, still upset that, that he started shaving his head. 
Like, uh, he, he which, by, which okay, by the way, guys, good. I need a haircut. You so do. Bad. Fucking hippie. So, so Justin, and, and for our viewers, this is obviously not a visual medium, but I just want it on record that the cat we can see crawling on Dave's chest in the Zoom chat at one point crawled onto his chest and pissed on him while he was in bed. So if I get to see this cat pee on Dave's chest, I'm going to be yeah. very happy. In real time. In real time. It's not going to happen in real time. I know. In the cat of I peace. can hope. I know. You've made peace. Ah, there it is. There That's a beautiful is. mugshot. Oh, Honestly, good. it's not that bad of a mugshot. I mean, no, I'll, there's been it's worse better than mine. Shit. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's still, so, okay. it still so, makes me happy just knowing that it's that it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, I guess what he was, it was, it was DWI. Yeah, it was DWI. So, so to recap his his DUI, which we hadn't, we actually did not talk about on the podcast because there was, you know, the world had started to catch on fire at the time. But uh, on May tenth, or May, I'm sorry, March tenth. Alex Jones, uh, the lead asshat of InfoWars, was picked up for DUI in Austin, and he was booked in, and he blew a like point seven six and point seven eight or point oh seven six and point oh seven eight, and so he was right below the legal limit. He uh, went on his show the next day. Is that day. true though? Isn't the legal limit most states now point oh five point zero five? Not in Texas. Not in Texas. Texas. Well, they're not, not getting Texas. those grants then, are they? Well, uh, that's that's yeah. That's we'll up talk about it later. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all, up near. But um, so he went on a show the next day and I was listening to it in real time and I actually uh, got into a tiff with the, the guys at uh, um, the guys, the guys that run uh, Knowledge Fight podcast because I was on their like group chat and Facebook uh, or their group and like I was listening to it in real time and Alex goes on and he goes, uh, you know, people ask me, oh, everybody says that I do cocaine because I'm just uh, like, I'll be like so tired during the commercial breaks, but then I'll explode when, when the cameras come on. And like so, basically, he told everybody that he was so full of the American spirit that that's why he could perform when the cameras came on. Yeah, he's but so it was basically cool. was basically to say like, hey, everybody's gonna accuse me of doing cocaine, and I want to get out ahead of this that I don't do cocaine. And then like I was like listening to it, I was like, is Alex Jones gonna admit he's going to rehab? Oh, and I I that posted so that good. in the group. Yeah, I posted that in the group, and the moderator's like, you need to shut up about this because. Uh, the other guy in the Knowledge Fight podcast is in the group, and like that's that's their shtick. Like one guy doesn't know anything about Alex Jones, and one guy tells him about it. I was like, well, then you need to get fucking Jordan out of this group because I'm going to say a lot of shit about Alex Jones here in a minute. Yeah. And they kept deleting my posts. And I was like, fine, fuck it, whatever. You guys have have like you guys. I mean, I love the podcast. It's a really great podcast. I was like, fine, fuck it. You got you got your shtick going. I, I'm fine with it. But then, like later in the day, more people kept posting, and they weren't getting deleted. And I was like, oh, wh- when's Dan gonna come come in with a band hammer on this guy? And they're like, calm down. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna calm down. I'm fucking. I was fucking. You know, I was fucking scolded this morning for just listening to the show in real time. But that's the end here and there. But in his show, what platform you listen to it on? Huh? What, what platform are you using to listen to? Uh, I listen to Alex Jones and like, I like go to his website and listen yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's so like the only way I've time. ever been able to do it. Yeah. Um, and the reason we're gonna, I brought this up was because the the last thing that happened this week is his, his finally his uh his uh, app got booted off Google Play. So yeah, uh, that's where we're going with this. So fun. What's so so. so he admits on his show that he got a DUI, comes up with a bunch of lies. He says that he uh, was pulled over uh, going to the store to get a pint of ice cream for him and his wife after they had made love because, you know, that's how virile he is. Um, and he blew <laughs> just the legal limit. I don't, yeah, I just, just don't, I don't, it doesn't matter who says it. If like 
objectively the most awesome handsome man in the world says he's virile it's gross <laughs> I, I fucking hate that phrase yeah if i try El- elvis is like hey i'm very vir- virile and i fuck my wife a lot i'm like oh i know you do but oh just don't just yeah it's just, you just made it gross like, yeah, yeah you just it. you just made it beautiful thing gross thanks, thanks yeah so Alex Jones says that he was going to the store to get some ice cream because he and his wife had just boned so good they needed something sweet. And that's when he got pulled over because he was going five miles over the speed limit. But even though he blew under, globalist threw him in jail. Now, rewind. Uh, in the state of Texas, if you blow under, you can still get arrested for a DUI. Like if, if you're just fucking out of it and blow a point oh five, it you're still going to get arrested because if you can't operate the vehicle, that's all they care about. Um, if you're intoxicated rewind a little little bit further uh, in the affidavit for the arrest he admits that he and his wife got into an argument at dinner where he said he had a half a bottle of sake the argument was he eating sushi yeah so he yeah he was eating sushi drinking sake they got in an argument he walks three miles home Gets home and keeps drinking. And the reason you know he keeps drinking is he said he left the restaurant at 8 o'clock. And he said he didn't have anything else to drink. And if a man that weighs as round, is as round as Alex Jones is, drinks half a bottle of sake, and then waits four hours and gets pulled over, you're not going to blow a .079. So he went home, kept drinking. He actually admitted to this later. He was like, yeah, so I was on the hot tub drinking because I'm with my wife, you know, because I'm virile. You know, I'm like, oh, dude, shut up. Nothing ever good happens in a hot tub when Alex Jones is involved. And so, he drank some more. When his wife got home, fight continued. He left to go to another uh, home he owns in the area. Uh, probably to the studio. Who knows? But she called the cops on him. She said, listen, my husband just left. He's been drinking. He's in this car. He gave him, gave the police his uh, the car his physical description, and said that they had been arguing all day and that the argument had been physical beforehand. So she told the cops, like, this guy had put his hands on me earlier in the day. Yeah, they went and looked for him. Yeah, they snatched his up out, they plucked his ass out of fucking on Austin Street, like a goddamn, like, one of those claws with the the toy. Like, they got him. They just, like, yoink. So that's what really happened to the motherfucker. So we got a DUI. It's hilarious. That triggered an emergency custody hearing with his ex-wife. See, I was curious about how this was going to play out with that. See, I don't know anything about this, so what's the hot goss, buddy? So what was apparently the um, uh, the day after that happened, his wife filed for an emergency injunction, injunction of his visitation rights, I believe. Of of her, there he has four kids. Three was with his first wife. the 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 youngest uh, daughter, I believe, is with his uh, his current wife. And his ex-wife filed uh, to, you know, an emergency case about to, to, you know, reevaluate the custody situation. Because, like, I mean, if you're driving around drunk at night, like, you don't need kids in the car. I mean, that's a that's a valid fucking argument. Yep. And the judge said that he has to had to have taken a drug test by uh, last Monday, the 23rd. And so apparently he had to be he had to produce himself in an Austin court Monday by noon and take a drug test. And a lot of people joke that that's why he shaved his head. I was like, take 10 of his pubes then. I don't give a shit. Pluck, pluck those little guys out. And just because you shave your head doesn't mean you don't have fucking hair follicles, you goddamn idiot. Well, he, yeah. well, he's an idiot. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay, so that was that was a couple weeks ago. We never talked about it on the podcast. 
I w- I will I would do a fifteen minute TED talk about Alex Jones's DOI if they let me because it's just hilarious. I love it. Um, then earlier this week he lost another appeal for the Sandy Hook thing. Shave, did you hear anything about this? No, I it is it is uh, increasingly harder to keep track of Alex's Jones court proceedings. It it's pretty crazy actually. So I I know. I, I, he hasn't done well in any of these cases for the Sandy Hook thing, but I don't know the details. Well, what everybody keeps seeing is that Alex Jones owes $100,000, you know, on this thing or that thing. And what it is is that the one of the lawsuits in the Sandy Hook case is there's nine different people, there's nine different Sandy Hook parents that are suing him for basically defamation and sending really crazy motherfuckers to come harass yes, him. Yes, I know and, that. A lot of doxing, a lot of just straight up harassment, a lot of lying about them, and and, and the under the uh, undergirding principle of the lawsuits is that Alex Jones lied about them, and when he lied about them, he uh, accused them of a crime. So saying that none of the kids died at Sandy Hook, which he said verbatim on his show, therefore says that all of the people who filed a you know a police report that their kids were were killed. Are, are committed a criminal act. So that that's the undergirding, you know, cascade of bullshit that Alex Jones set in, in motion. We did that. And what he, what he did was he did not prepare and did not give proper witnesses and proper evidence and discovery. And so he was fined for that. He was, he was uh, given court. He was ordered to pay fines and court fees. And so uh, it was uh, the first, the first round of them was like $22,000. And there was another one for $25,000. And then the last one, this last one, this is the last one. He'd appealed it like two or three times now, and the last appeal just fell flat. So that was $100,000 in court fees because he didn't provide uh, proper records and people to um, uh, be witnesses and be deposed. So right now, before the trial has even started, Alex Jones is on the hook for $150,000 to excuse me, the parents of uh, the Sandy Hook parents. And this is a great quote from... The, the lawyer representing the Sandy Hook parents. It is rare to see a legal defense so incompetent and disgraceful to the rule of law that it has caused the defendant to rack up $150,000 in fines during preliminary motions before the trial has even begun. These files are these fines are only the beginning. A far greater rec- reckoning awaits uh, Mr. Jones. Oh, man. I mean, like, is this going to be his undoing in the end? Is it, is it going to be his undoing? You think so? Well, if... Uh, it will make it very. It already um, has, like, put put a lot of stress on his business. Well, okay, financially, so, so a, yeah, you're exactly right for a lot of different reasons. One, a lot of the Sandy Hook shit that um, that uh, Alex Jones espoused at that point was uh, based on a book by a guy named um, uh, Richard Spetzer, I believe, but his last name is Spetzer. I know it for a fact, Spetzer. Um, that guy just lost a lawsuit, and he owns the Sandy Hook parents, $500,000. So that's your threshold. So all of Alex Jones's arguments came from this book and he just lost the threshold. So if you go back and listen to knowledge fight has a great couple episodes, I think it's like problematic formulations one and two where they listen to the depositions and then just tear apart what Alex Jones is saying. It's like, Oh, that's bullshit. You said this on that date and that because they listen to the show. And so basically what the lawyers are doing is all of Alex Jones's claims about the Sandy Hook parents come back to this one book and that guy just got owned in court. So Alex Jones really didn't want to admit that he took, that was his only source, yeah. but it always comes back to that yeah. guy. 
And so, like, that guy just got absolutely fucked in court. And he owes a Sandy Hook parents $500,000. Alex Jones started on the hook for one hundred fifty. It's absolutely reasonable that Alex Jones could be on the hook for another 500 to a couple million dollars at the end of the day. That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah, that would just that would just like that would just kneecap his whole enterprise. Which, right now, I mean, his, his enterprise. I mean, he's living hand to mouth right he, now. He so really he's. is. I, I really, I really. That's that's my understanding, at least from from everything that I've read and, and, and listened to. And and he'll even admit it. He'll even say, "Well, you know, things are dire and blah blah blah." You know, he's going to go on and fight the good fight and all that fucking bullshit, man. You got to keep me in the fight, yeah. And the the. One of the reasons I want to do this this quick recap on how fucked Alex Jones is is because Shay sent me a link that I've been following where just this week, uh, Google Play finally kicked Alex Jones, uh, the, his app, yeah. InfoWars app, off of Google Play. So good. So uh, awesome. A- Apple had done this months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Play other, finally did it. Other platforms had as well, but Google yeah. Play did. But it was for COVID shit. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and just what Dave was saying and what Shay was is agreeing with is the reason they kicked him off the platform is because he's in such a financial bind. He is pushing everything he can on his website, and the way he did it was to say that his silver toothpaste could protect and kill COVID nineteen, or that his silver wound gel, you know, if you rub it on your hands, you wouldn't get COVID nineteen because the silver on your hands would kill the virus. And right. like all these claims that the FDA was like, no, 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 you can't say that. And, but he was doing it because he just needs the fucking money. Like, for the longest time when this, this, uh... But I guess, the, like, prof- the cost of all of his bulk foods and everything like that, like, skyrocketed over the last, like, two well, months, he, too. And- he did that. He did He did a little bit of price gouging. He did some price gouging. But he really pushed that too hard. Like, as soon as the COVID-19 virus was, um, a thing that we could look at in the news... <clears throat> excuse me. Um... I mean, his his quote was that it was a race-specific bioweapon uh, created and patented by uh, Bill Gates in, in 2012. And activated by 5G, right? Sold to, sold to China by Barack Obama in 2015. It's activated by 5G. You can see where it's manufactured in a biolab. It's got the ACE inhibitors and the, um, excuse me, it's a um, HIV delivery system. And it can be uh, turned on and off by 5G. I mean, like, he said all this shit. I listened to him say this shit. And then he says that his toothpaste kills him. That's so cool. Yeah. And so that's what he got fucked for. I want him to be my uncle. It's like, everybody, like, always has, like, a crazy uncle. But, like, I want him to be my crazy uncle. Uh, no, you don't want your crazy uncle to be this racist because... Well, uh, I don't know, man. I already got one. They're kind of neck and neck. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. I got one uncle that, that I'm. If he's listening, you know you you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you guys uh, have you guys heard of uh, Fentanyl the Dragon? No. no. Uh, Alex Jones just to fent uh, just to, how the hell do you spell fentanyl? Uh, I have no idea. Um. So uh, uh, Alex Jones favors himself. A impressionist, a very good impressionist, and so he likes to do uh, a lot of. He, he he's very very, um, he's very very into doing Bane and um, Darth Vader because he thinks he's very good at that, 
Um, but he has a character he calls Fentanyl the Dragon, where he uh, he takes on a very very racist uh, Asian accent and speaks like a dragon. Mm. Here you go. Yeah, see this. So they got this cartoon that'll talk. They do this animated dragon nice. attack. So and he, I'm, he, I'm he sure that's all like about that. how you know most fentanyl is produced in China. And how they send it over here to kill Americans. Mm. Yes, it's well, you know, it's the, it's the opium wars all over again, but yeah, it's good shit. So say Alex well, Jones. Yep, but that's that's where uh, Alex Jones um, cool. is cool guy. right now. Uh, our podcast is on Google Play. Alex Jones' podcast is not. We need to make an app. Shave. Shay... Shay said we should make an app. Yeah, I mean, if only so that we can uh, just put it on Google Play and say we've got an app and Alex Jones doesn't. And all it does is if you hit play, it just plays that sentence. Yeah. We're on Google Play and Alex Jones isn't. Yep, that's, it. that's all it does. Yeah. This is a this is an audio medium, but everybody else can't see how, uh, I don't know, GQ Dave is laying on his, his, his in his... So, no, 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 no. So, so what I'm on is I'm on the most biggest piece of shit, piece of furniture that anybody can own is a sleep number bed with the raising back. And it is amazing. I've been on this. It is so amazing. And the stupid cat is fucking <laughs> jumping all over me, dude. I wonder what the problem is. All right. So let's wrap this up. Fun stuff. Anything anybody's watching? Oh, dude, I wanted to ask you guys. So, so usually you guys nerd out on like comics and shit, and and I got a question from you guys. So I know this just came out, and it's a uh, what is it? A uh, Superman Red Sun, the um, oh, animated yeah. movie. I haven't watched. Yeah. You guys watch that yet? No, I've heard it's good Pretty though. Good. I'm really excited about. I it. like uh, I like I'm the really comic book a lot. It. That was always a fun one. Um, that 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 would have so, been a great one to see a live action version of, but that had never happened. But I would love to see well, a live action. Yeah. Well, let's wait until we get Superman. a Democratic president, Shay. We might be able to pull that off. That's true. Um, That's true. For those of you li- oh. listening at home that aren't that aren't familiar with the nerdery that we all are, uh, Red Sun is a uh, three issue trade paperback that uh, it's collected in a trade paperback now. Uh, uh, just imagines that uh, Superman. Um, his pod crash landed in the then Soviet Russia instead of America. And it was instead brought of Kansas. up Kansas. Yeah. Instead of yeah, instead of Kansas. And was brought up um under the um you know, authoritarian rule of the USSR at the time. And uh, it's really great. The the cartoon that Dave's talking about, I've watched it, it's fun as shit. Is it um, cool, cool, cool. There's a point where Lex Luthor of course makes the clone to fight the Superman and the clone says America first and I uh, snotted uh, it was pretty fun. That's fun. Yeah. It was fun. That is fun. Uh, I but, am on a journey but it to also, watch. Ooh, go ahead. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, and I was going <laughs> to say, like, uh, it's also real fun because uh, if you have a uh, a uh, communist uh, Superman who was who grew up thinking that uh, Stalin was a uh, was right, and then if he fi- finds out that Stalin was lying, and he's like, well, then I will just be the the new. You know, yeah, communist Russia. Just and he starts just like bigger. you know peeling people apart with his bare fingers. It's great. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. So I just oh, wanted. Like to, I just. I mean, Shay, you'll, you'll like it too. It's it's not a normal Dave Wheelhouse kind of thing. So that's why I wanted to bring it up and ask you guys because I know it just came out. I'm very excited about it. 
Shay, I think you will be very entertained by Russian Batman. Oh, I can't wait, dude! Most hey. of those animated, D- yeah, most of those animated DC movies are, are way better than the live action ones. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's, no. it's weird how much better they are. The creative team they've got behind that sh- should really just be shifted over to the live action. Hey ones. Shay, you, you know who got me on those? Hmm. Paulie knows it all. That sounds about right. Paulie knows it all. Yeah, he's he's into yeah, those. I've got a stack of DVDs of Teen Titan animated movies of his. That's what's up, oh, dude. Great. Oh man! Well, and uh, and the one complaint I heard about the uh, uh, Superman Red Sun was that they they one guy was like, "Oh, the animation's so shit," but if you watch it, it's no better or worse than the um, than the rest of the DC well, animated shit. Just yeah, yeah. It's, it's very stark. It's not like I don't care. I'm a, there for the story, man. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. How do I want to say this? It's not like an actual anime. It's just like that stark animation that you saw in like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and you know stuff like that. Yeah, dude. I mean, they don't have the biggest budget ever. They did the best they could with what they got. And it's... Yeah. It's... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just very curious. Very curious. Yeah. So I have something to ask you guys about. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the, the video game Dragon's Lair? Yeah. The laser disc from the late 80s and early 90s. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was an arcade machine before that, but yeah. Yeah, dude. No, 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 but it, the, the, in the machine, it was laser disc. Uh, probably, yeah. That's how they... I don't, yeah, know, how I don't know, man. Animation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're talking about doing a live-action movie of that with Ryan Reynolds playing Dirk the Dare. Oh, wait. I, I did I did read about that, actually, uh, yeah. last week, like, just briefly. I saw it in the headline, and I was like, that sounds like a dumb idea, but if anybody can do it right, it would be Ryan Reynolds. Well, what, what I remember from that arcade game, because uh, it was a Laserdisc animated, it's an animated video game, basically. So, like, uh, something would happen on the screen, and your, you know, Daring Knight was there to rescue the, the, the princess and kill the dragon. But you could just basically move left and right and tell to do an action. Like, you couldn't, it wasn't like a video video game. You had to, it was one of the, what we would call it right now, it was this, like, uh, response cutscenes kind of things in video games. Is that the right thing? Uh, QTE. Yeah, quick time, yeah, quick like time you, uh, event or you. yeah, quick time. Yeah, yeah where you quick you just event. have to hit it. Basically, all it is is there are multiple cutscenes that play, and which cutscene plays is determined by what button you hit on time. And most of them in that game result in you dying. Yeah, that was the thing that was the best about the game is you could put five dollars in there and watch Dirk the Daring get absolutely owned about eighteen times because the game was so goddamn hard. But since it was animated in that that you know. Uh, early late eighties style of Disney. It was so fucking fun, and you can buy them now. All three of them. There's there's three of those games. Dude, it was the production value on that thing that sold it. Yeah, it was amazing. You can buy them all right now for twenty bucks on uh, good old games. Yeah, they're pretty fun. They're super fun. But okay, the whole idea has a big smile on my face, and I think that during the entire movie. There has to be just parts where he just keeps getting owned left and right. Like, like he attempts one thing five times and then finally gets it right. But we get to watch him die in six different ways, you know, four, four different ways. And then he finally gets it. That, that would be the saving grace. And, you know, I can drink a flask of rum and go watch that movie. Like, why not? I think it's a Netflix jam. Uh, oh, what yeah, I think it's Netflix. It's not, it, it's not like a theatrical thing. It's a Netflix jam. So it which, should be, which uh, I think, I think sense. honestly, you guys have seen like a bunch of stuff that, you know, it's, it's, it's theater straight to straight to home. So, yeah. so we, well, we did that with the hunt the other night, which I'll tell you, Ooh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that is a fun movie guys. I'm sure it's a fun nice. movie, but I'm not going to rent a video for fucking $20. You can suck my asshole. I will torrent that before I do that. 
like it's yeah. gotta be it's gotta be less than the cost of going to the theater like what they're because i don't i it, it was amazed. for three people for three people that's yeah for three people in. but dave let's be real is anyone in that house but you gonna pay for that See, you just pay twenty dollars <laughs> to watch the hunt, and that's fine with an experience. It's fine, but my point is that like that model is so weird to me because I pay, I have thousands of movies at my fingertips, and you're gonna charge me twenty dollars for one, and I don't even own it. Fuck you. Yeah, that is weird. I, I know, but, but but you know, the new thing they're gonna try to do is, is ten uh, bucks. Say that you, you can fair. give it to your local your local theater. We'll take a portion of the. Uh, of the proceeds, yeah. it splits it which, between. Which that's yeah, all that's that. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, like I, I think we talked about it on the last podcast. Uh, Rachel and I had seen both the Hunt and uh, Invisible, uh, the Invis- Invisible Man. How was the Invisible the Man? Really good. Yeah. Awesome. Really good. Better than the Kevin Bacon one. Yes. Oh, yeah, Hollow Man sucks yeah. so bad. Dude. Hollow Man's Hollow Man's fun as shit. I did not and, like uh, it. Whatever. I mean, I, I mean, it's it was not. I mean, it's no trimmers. I mean, let's get real. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, uh, Invisible Man was really good because, like, every movie in that genre, it's not about the special effects of the guy being invisible. It's about the uh, woman not being believed and, and told she's crazy, just being completely right. gaslighted. The entire well, time. well, that and and like just the, the fucking anticipation because you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, it's true. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's the kind of shit that I like. Yeah, the goddamn movie was called Invisible Man, so you're there for something, right? Right. Uh, although it would have been a great twist if he had been, you know, he was not. He was actually dead the whole time and did not fake his death. Ta-da! But no, that was good. The hunts, like like I said before, uh, I agree with you, Dave. The hunts, super fun. Shay, you know, uh, I I would find it on the interwebs if I were you. It's super fun. Oh no, I want to watch so it. Much it makes so much fun of the uh, quote unquote deplorables, but it makes just as much fun as the fucking. Oh yeah, PC, it, it is. It is. It does not discriminate. It is wonderful. I am in the process. I'm on movie four. I'm watching all. I'm gonna probably start the fifth one tonight. Oh, all six Resident Evil movies. Those oh, movies man. are the Citizen Kane's of shitty <laughs> movies. They are of so. Noise. But no, seriously. Like wow. Now that I'm going back and rewatching them, they. They have the writing and the acting, other than a handful of people, because they get some weirdly big names in there. Um, like the, uh, but but anyway, the acting and the writing is very much of like a B monster movie, but the production value is of a blockbuster. Well, and no, the production value is. is there is so it's much up. fun to watch, yeah. and I haven't seen these movies in years. And I I just threw on the second one the other day and was just I was in it to win it, and now I have to rent the last two on Amazon because I need to watch them. See what was it? We we were watching a bunch of old Six old eighties eighties and eighties and nineties action movies. So we watched uh, Cobra. Oh my! Well, oh, yeah. with uh, uh you know uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, well, hold on, before before we yeah, talk yeah. about Cobra <laughs> and how messed up that movie is, um, Shay, I have all of these uh, um, Resident Evil movies on DVD oh, because they are just that insane but what you forget like the first one you remember seeing the first one in the theaters because everybody was so uh, everybody was wrist thick and rock hard because they made this this you know this movie about this game that we'd all played and it was the umbrella academy or no i'm sorry not umbrella academy the umbrella umbrella corporation that was umbrella academy yeah 
Yeah. That was a different show. It's good. Um, but like yeah, you no. go in there and you got you got Alice, you got you know all that. It's like oh, it's so badass, and the, the movie ends. And you know there's going to be a sequel, and then you watch the sequel and it, and it, and it, it the, the first and second one tie right into each other. But if you go forward and like the third and fourth one, the fifth and sixth one, like there is literally no fucking connection between these movies except for zombies. Like I remember the last one. I think it was the number six one. Like I watched it. I watched like an hour of it. Got kind of drunk, went to sleep. Woke up the next day, started the movie again, and still was like, what the shit is going on I can't on speak for the fifth one because I don't remember it. I'm going to watch it tonight. But w- honestly, one, two, three, and four all connect directly to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and like to the point, it's those last those two, last are, just two are just real weird. I remember seeing Final Chapter in theaters, and I really liked it. Um, and then I don't remember anything about Retribution, which is the one before it. Um I just, I just remember it, it. They're, they're all just so ridiculous. And, but if you've played all the games, they are weirdly accurate. Like they don't follow the story of the games really, but then they'll have whole action sequences which are just cutscenes from the games, rec- or like boss fights recreated. Yeah, and they're right. so out of place, but they're so much fun, and they're so well, violent. Like, a, I forgot how a, violent they were. There was like a butcher character in like the fourth, or fourth one. one. That's okay. the Axe Man. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. And- that came out of nowhere for me because I never played that game. Yeah, that's like, oh, that, okay. So whatever. the character is from Resident Evil Five, but the fight scene in the shower with Claire Redfield is from Resident Evil Code Veronica. So like they they just they throw all this canon into a blender and nerd. shit out these movies. Yeah, um, nerd. Fantastic. <laughs> nerd. Fantastic. Fuck you. All right, so uh, Dave, yeah. watching Cobra. Getting back to the basics. Yeah, so I like how, uh, you know, he's he's chewing, uh, this whole movie, he's chewing on a fucking Strike Anywhere match. And you know he's going to use that Strike Anywhere match. Who what, was and that, Stallone he, or the other guy? That's yeah, Stallone. Stallone. Stallone, that's right. Yeah, and and, and uh, I like how, what his, uh, you know, his his name, the, the character's real name is Marion Cobretti. <laughs> I Which, forgot that, and, and everybody's just like, "Oh, that's kind of a pussy name." I'm like, "What are you talking about? That's not a pussy name, Marion Cobretti." Are you fucking kidding me? That's like that name fucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that name fucks. Yeah. So that if you if you walked into any Italian wedding, you are now the father of the exactly. Bride. You are now the father of the bride. You know, you owe people favors. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't know, man. I, I like that. Miles when Miles when Aaron some of those and a bunch of old Ari Arnold movies and oh. you know, it's been fun. I mean, we some, watched uh, some of those. Some of those. Uh, um, Van Horton. I'm gonna say it wrong. Van Horton. I don't know, man. You're, uh, you're guessing good. Robocop. Robocop. Uh, Robocop. Total Recall and Starship Troopers. Oh yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't know, man. Guess it's Same director for all three. Yeah. But, that, that's kind of like the ultra violence eighties movies are, are some of the best. They are. And, 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 you know, we were looking it up. So I, I did the whole, like ask Google, Hey, how many, you know, how many on screen deaths are there in this movie? <laughs> and, you know, we just all kind of giggled because like, you know, Google came back and was like, Oh, there are blah, blah, blah amount of deaths. But in the final scene, Sylvester Stallone's character, Marion Cobretti kills 87 people on screen and I'm just like that is wonderful can't miss dude can't miss I'm just saying 
it's it's also a lot of a lot of fun is if you want to just like watch somebody just walk through people is any of um um steven seagal's movies oh i I, I was i was trying to tell everybody like i'm I'm like all right guys it's we're either gonna do you guys gonna do a train or a boat (laughs) yeah 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 because (laughs) yes yeah if you want i i i for one am am partial to to (laughs) under siege 2 on the train i don't know why under siege 1 for me Uh, under siege is it's it's you know i'm just saying it's just so ridiculous that it's on, on on a train you, well, but like, if you look at you can the, stop a train. Um, I'm just saying, okay. whatever. I, I, um, whatever. We, we can ignore plot points. Point. You can whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't worry about plot points. But watch, like, if you want to just watch somebody walk through people, just watch the early Steven Seagal movies. You know, Under Siege, Under Siege Two, um, uh, Hard to Kill. Yeah, Hard to Kill is a good hard one. Target. Hard Target. Hard Target. Yeah, Hard Target. Hard Target is Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that's uh, like Jean Claude. Uh, like. But if you watch the Steven Seagal ones, you know, uh, Hard to Kill, uh, Under Siege, uh, any of those, he basically just walks through any opponent. Like, if you pay attention to the movie, when you're, you know, I, yeah, I probably watched this when I was 10 years old, uh, 10 or 12, and you're like, oh, this is so badass, he's so badass, he kills all the guys, he punches all the guys. But if you walk through it, there isn't a goddamn person that punches Steven Seagal in the entire fucking movie. Nobody can he land one. Walks, they can't yeah, land one. He just walks Right through everybody like a goddamn Terminator. It's amazing. Oh, so, new theory. Steven Seagal's a Terminator. Uh, okay, so so can we also... This is a conversation that has been, uh, you know... It's been ongoing in my household for the last week. Jean-Claude Van Damme, what, no love for the Belgian helicopter? I personally think he's wonderful. But oh. in, in my One house here, we're not getting any love is... for the Belgian helicopter. One of the favorite, my favorite movies to watch when you are hammered drunk is Street Fighter. Yeah, it is yeah. Blues Balls. Thank oh you. God, that is a bad movie. I like that movie. Yeah, that is so a very bad. bad movie, but it's fantastic. The, the, the muscles from Brussels, baby. Come on. The <laughs> yes. The only downside to it is Raul Julia had to die to make that movie. Then, yeah, was that his movie? That movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, that's right up there with uh fucking um. Holy shit, uh, Citizen Kane, uh, <laughs> Orson, Welles. Orson Welles. Orson Welles' last movie was the Transformers movie. Right. Wait, he what? Didn't want to, he did, the yeah, the, the animated Welles. one from 85, yeah. He was so... Oh, shit, that was... Yeah. What? He was, he was so weak. He's the voice of Unicron, and he was so weak no and medically sick that way. they had to use a machine to amplify his voice. And Wait. then upon watching the movie, Hold he on. said it was the best toy commercial he'd ever been in. He didn't want to be credited for it because it was a it was a you know a movie about toys. Neither did Leonard Nimoy, yeah, but he was. <laughs> well, that's but, insane, like, that's, guys. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, is like it would be I mean, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy lit. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy lived to see what Transformers would become, whether good or bad. It became a franchise, a huge franchise. Yeah. Um, Orson Welles died thinking it was a, a toy commercial, but uh, I mean it was, but it was yeah, of course it was. I mean they killed off the season one cast so they could release new toys for season two. Yep. It was that was what was I going mean, on. Marketing guys, come on. I mean yeah. this this all comes back to the almighty Oller. Yep. <laughs> um, so Shay, uh, I I know we've talked about this several times. 
Picard is now over. You can shotgun it. Yeah. Hold on. I, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched a single one yet. Well, Dave, right, what right, you need okay. to know is that Justin's the kind of guy where you'll go, hey, Justin, don't talk about it. I don't want spoilers. And then he will go, oh, great. So you want spoilers. And then he'll just start talking about it like you're not even in the room. No, it's uh, it's really good. It was really fun. It wrapped up this past week. I was I was thoroughly uh, enjoyed it. Um, the only thing uh, I I think that was super fun was that um, Brent Spinner apparently Brent? announced that yeah. he will he will he will never play Data again. Wait, was he, he says like, was he that is Data? Uh, ish. He, yeah, he, he had a couple cameos. Okay, okay, okay. He had a couple cameos, I, I, and and he announced after the. Sh- it is spider. That's all right. Don't worry about it. It's all right. We were going to be rude. Yeah, he said that he was really happy with how it worked out for him and Captain He's going to play Noonien Sung's biological son, right? He played that in the show. Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, he played that. Was that you that we were talking about this theory? The Borg theory? No. Borg baby theory? No. Maybe. I don't know. There is a, there is a lot of fun there is a lot of fun with the Borg in this one it, uh, they bring you know of course seven of nine comes oh, back you, you can't oh, you can't have, you can't that woman has not aged a day I don't know how she does it but um lots of uh, money there's yeah well, that's very true um it's always funny how rich white people talk about how like oh the Himalayas aged, aged at all it's like well because they're like sleeping in avocado bats or whatever um but um no there's like there's a lot of fun Borg stuff they bring in um. Picard, my my whole problem, my whole like reservation before was that Patrick Stewart is very old, and he's an old man. Yeah, and I was worried that he wouldn't like pull the full Picard, you know, like make it so or engage or anything. And then like I think it was the second episode he like went full Picard. You think he phoned it in? No, 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 the first episode. No, he didn't phone. Because I heard he didn't want to make the series. No, what well, he, he said is he didn't want to do another next gen, and he wasn't going to make yeah. a new Star Trek series if it was just more of the same bullshit. So for years they were throwing scripts and stuff at him, and finally when they came to him with this, because it's not a traditional Star Trek, um, right. because he's he not like, okay, he's not in Starfleet, right? He's, no, this is, no, this he's is, this he's, is he's, re- he's retired. Well, yeah. he's retired, and he I think in the show he's on his vineyard, hundred or something like that. He's close. He's on his vineyard and shit. He's like almost two hundred years old. Yeah, he's like 98 years old, and I was just kind of worried that, you know, uh, Patrick Stewart, at his age, wouldn't, like, really want to bring it as Captain Picard. The way we remember him in, in Next Generation, just being very forceful, and, you know, yeah. he had those great lines. That, that just very forceful, accent. yeah. Very assertive. Yeah. Assertive. And yeah. so for, for the first episode, I was like, oh, man, he looks real frail. He's, like, really, really kind of quiet. It's like, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is going to work out. And then it was either the end of the first episode or like the second episode. He goes like full Picard on somebody. I was like, "Oh, there he is! There's my boy." Uh, um, good. Yeah, but it, they do a lot of like cute things. Like there's so many fun things they bring in all these all all the next gen characters you want to talk to and hear about. Um, uh, Shay, you were talking about how Picard's so old. Yeah. Um. So in in. In this, because they have a, an amazing budget, of course, there aren't just terminals, right? Everything's those hard light projections everybody, you know, pushes buttons on now that, you know, because we can do that with special effects. There's there's this great scene where he just sits down and he, like, brings up this, this whole thing and he starts pushing buttons. And the whole crew's looking at him and he just stops and he gets up and he goes, 
I don't know how this works. And he walks off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, 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 like those moments where Picard admits he's a hundred years old is like, oh, here we that's go. It, yeah. Oh man, I, I've been really excited for this, uh, and it's it's done now, so we I can binge it. Yeah, and and right now I think you can. It's get only a, on CBS now. CBS it's, All it's, Access, uh, yeah. CBS All Access. But you can get a month free. Man. Yeah, if you enter the promo code GIFT, you can watch it for free. All right, well, I'm going to do that. This podcast Absolutely. brought to you by CBS All Access. How do we not get any money? Uh, yeah, I know, right? We're so good everybody's shit. Okay, guys, yeah. here's the code for Spectrum Everything Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how Dave loses his job. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. We've been going for like two hours now. We've had a good time. I get to talk to my brother, got to catch up with Dave. Dave, glad you're feeling better. No, me too, dude. I'm, I'm in fact, not, I'm smoking a cigarette, which is not good. Probably shouldn't do that. Probably shouldn't do that after an upper respiratory viral infection. The only thing holding yeah. Dave's body together is the tar from the cigarettes he smokes. So, and the hate, and the hate, <laughs> and the hate. All right. So, as always, we hope you guys enjoy this. We enjoy the shit out of doing it. Um, Probably going to do a lot more of them since everybody's kind of stuck inside like we are. Mm-hmm. No reason not to. It's not like I could get up early the next day or the day after that. Or whatever. So you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. We're on the Google Play, unlike Alex Jones. We are on the Apple iTunes and, of course, the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, SoundCloud. Uh, if you've got a question, comment, or concern... Um, about our drinking, probably. Shove it up uh, your ass. Up I mean, tr- yeah, hit us up. Yeah. yeah. Hit us up, and we will tell you to shove it up your ass. But, uh, yeah, hit us up on the Twitter. At, it's at Woodscast1776. And also uh, the Facebook page is at Woodscast1776. And any questions, comments, or uh, if you want to arrange to send us alcohol, hit us up at the Woodscast1776 at gmail.com. Dave, thanks for coming on. Uh, again, glad you're feeling better. Rest up. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, It was really dicey there for for a little bit, and I cannot stress enough. uh, Stay at home. Seriously. If everybody stays at home, this will be over sooner than later. Stay the fuck home. But I want to hang out and have a COVID party. Yeah. Cool. I want to go to spring break. Yeah. Shay, what's your Instagram? Uh, Shut up. (laughs) How about that? All right. (laughs) Shay, as always, I guess thanks for being you. And uh, everybody remember what Captain Hydra says. Seize the means of production. Seize the means of production. Seize them. Take them. Make them yours. 